Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Kill Me Now. Okay, before I introduce our guest, oh, I gotta get my bell out. Hold on. I just want to say, I had a kill me mom- kill me now moment on the way to coming here, and I was late. And you know, I have not been late at all recently, at all. It's been like a year since I've been late, and um, I get out of the. Su- I took the the um, subway to the shuttle to go to Grand Central. And there was, there were these people standing there and they had a table and these signs and it said, defend Trump. It had Putin, a picture of Putin and everything. And I just said, fuck him and fuck you. Okay. And I was like, then I'm walking to the shuttle thinking, oh, I could have said this. I could have said that. So I'm excited for my ride home because if they're still there, I'm going to go fucking attack them. Anyway, welcome to kill me now. So. 
I'm very excited about this week. This was like very unexpected that we got this amazing, talented. You do it all. I do. He it. does it all. He does it all. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Dave Hill is here. Woo! Thank you for having me. I oh, hope that Dave. wasn't too anticlimactic for the listeners. No, they're they're gonna they love you. Okay. Um just a little background on Dave. Um, he's the host of History Fluffer, which I've never been on. He is the host of you gotta be on it. the Dave Hills Podcasting Incident, which I've never been on. He has a radio on. show at WFMU, which I've never been well, on. Well, I've ended that. You did? Yeah. Just I recently. thought so, but I wasn't hiatus. sure. It's on hiatus. But he has a new book coming out October 9th. 8th. Eight. Well, change everything. it on your fucking thing um october 9th it's 8th october 8th or 9th it's called parking the moose he's the author of many other books two other books two other two other books thank you um he wrote the theme song for the john oliver he's just he's a musician he's a writer he's written for the new york Times. like like you're i mean people say to me not that i'm being narcissistic oh you've done so many different things and it is the key to, I think, use, you know, like really not getting bored and not thinking, oh, this is the only route. Like if I, you know, like I did Shakespeare in the park. Right. And and I was supposed to go on tour with Cindy Lauper, which would have been like a lot of money yeah. for me, you know, and, um, you know, Shakespeare in the park is like. A few hundred dollars a week. Yeah, but that's so cool. But I, it was like going to graduate school. I canceled all my gigs. I made no money for like, you know, five months. Got myself in the hole, but I did Shakespeare in the park, like bucket list. That's amazing. Thank you. Plus like, I've only, I've done a couple plays and, um, and I never grew, I didn't, was never in plays growing up or anything. And at first I was like, oh, this sucks. I, I just have to say these lines over and over. Right, again. right, right. Because you know, as comedians like you can mix it up. Right. But, and then I then I learned so much doing it. I was like, oh, there's so much cool stuff. You right. Because you got to really know you become you have to become another person. You have to know every, you know, the ob- objective. Like, why am I saying this? Who am I saying it to? How am I? You know, it's people think like, oh, I'm going to be an acting. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. So. Let's start at the very. Let's start at the very <laughs> beginning. So, Dave, we have a lot in common, by the way. I wasn't born in Cleveland, and I didn't grow up in Cleveland. But there are Probably a lot of the best. There are a lot of Jews. This is the Jew Bell. There are a lot of Jews in Cleveland. Crawling with Jews. Crawling. Okay, that wasn't good. <laughs> we had to crawl, Dave. We had to crawl. No, no. There, I yeah. I grew up on the east side of Cleveland. There's right. a very large Jewish yeah. community. Um, a wonderful. Large One of my good friends is from uh, grew up in Cleveland, Roberta Kaplan, who uh, was the uh, lawyer who went before the Supreme Court for the um, marriage equality. Oh, uh, excellent. Yes. And she's from Cleveland. And I've performed in Cleveland. And I like Cleveland. It's a fine town. I, and my I friend Holly's it. from Cleveland. I shouldn't have said lucky for you that you weren't because I actually do love Cleveland. Yeah, I know. You are a lover. I now, just being. Uh, it's OK, Dave. What's the word? Uh, it's too, it's too, my brain's not working. I know. I never does, but you know, I told Laura, Laura was supposed to come by the way, Laura's my producer. And, um, I told her, you know, please pick me up some black coffee. And she said, my dog's sick and I have to bring, you know, bring the dog to the vet. Sorry, I'm not going to be there. So 
then I'm like in my head, I'm thinking, fuck, like, fuck, I just want my coffee. But then I realize I have to acknowledge that her dog's at the bed. So I'm like, oh, okay, hope the dog gets better. But all I wanted to say was, fuck you. I want my fucking coffee. But, yeah, I you think know, you're right about that. Yes. Dog's that, probably fine. Right. You know, the, do you have a pet? I do. And I take her to the vet literally for like any possible sneeze. Thing. But, That's two blocks away. And I swear she's there twice a week. And you're not Jewish at all. You got your DNA um, done. I feel like I'm honorary. Okay. Because bringing the dog to the vet twice a week, that would be. It's like there's real thing. There's usually like a real thing. And then there's like a paranoid thing. Right. That's Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you go paranoid first and yeah. then go real. Yeah. That's like Jewish. Go, there's like, oh, is that a lump? Right. She right. cancer. Right. Better take her in right That's away. very Jewish. Going. Yeah. You know, my friend Judy Toll, who died in 2002 from melanoma, who was the I'm biggest. Sorry. Thank you. She was the funniest. You should, she, you could go online and listen to Judy's stuff. And she was the biggest hypochondriac. And then she got cancer. And she used to have this joke about, you know, how she's such a hypochondriac, um, like, you know, headache, brain tumor, you know, all the, and, and then she got cancer and, you know, she was so funny about it. Like she, she, you know, when, when she went back and she found out she had stage four melanoma, she'd be like, Judy told to stage four, Judy told, I mean, we <laughs> laughed so hard. I called her Melanie, you know, you gotta laugh through this stuff. Yeah. Well, plus she probably didn't ob obsess about when she actually got cancer. She probably wasn't as right. freaked out so as she, she was, was like, the, how do I, right. About the anxiety, the, what if I get, this what is what I learned. Um, Again, probably an honorary chew thing. It, it, I used to be obsessed. I had all sorts of diseases and I was seeing a therapist because I was just right. uh, anxious. Yeah. And like literally, you know, I had OCD and, you know, all this. And and then one day he's like, oh, if you're obsessed, anything you're obsessed with, you're imagining it. Like you, he's like, are you worried about getting cancer one day? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, that's like probably a... And there's everyone in my family dies dies of cancer. Right. Like everyone dies of a heart attack in my family. And uh he's like, You're not worried about that? I'm like, no. He's like, Well that would be the one thing that's realistic that you probably will die. That's like, a really good example, and he doctor. He said that to me and it all just went like psh everything Re went really? away. Really? I was just like so now like whenever I'm obsessed with something, I'm just like, Oh, that's bullshit. Right. That is cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, he that, wrote it on a piece of yeah. paper and I just put it in my wallet for a right. while. And I was cured. Right. Because what it does is it cognitive behavioral therapy we're very into mental health on this podcast. Cognitive behavioral therapy allows you to define the thought as fear, anxiety, uh um not not true. You know, and go, oh, that was just me being a fucking asshole. And, you know, you learn how to do it. It's like a skill. But yeah. you, of course, apparently one session, one well, session day, well, one I've session since, day. That's what we're calling I've you. I've gone back for years and years. Oh, all right. But, uh, my first, I've had two therapists. This guy was back in Cleveland. And that was one. Do you, uh, do you, have, you know, when you first, I'm assuming we're exactly alike. But right. when you first get bowled over by clinical <laughs> mental right. health problems. Right. When you're in like I was like twenty three or something. Right. When I was like uh, you know, 
bed, like couldn't get out of bed. Yes, you know, I had all, that. All that stuff. Yes. And uh, that that was the guy that I saw then. Right. And he was like, when I was like literally, but he, he was kind of like, I would go and I'd talk to him for an hour and I'd feel okay for like a day and a half. Right. And then, and then it goes right back, back to I would do, everything. yeah, I would go and be like, okay. And it was like two hours later, I'd be back and I didn't talk for, uh, we... <laughs> I've the, the listeners have heard this hundred. So I had a clinical, very bad clinical nervous breakdown, depression in 2010. And I had a gig in, um, I had diurnal depression, which, so at night I felt a little lifting of the depression, yeah, you know, yeah. William Stryan had the nocturnal. So at night he couldn't function. I couldn't function during the day. I mean, I wasn't great at night, but I was like, Oh, but you could, right. You could I could sleep it. for two hours, you know, and then wake up in a fucking panic and want to cry and kill myself. Anyway. So we took a flight to, uh, Lake Tahoe. So you have to fly to like Vegas and then to Tahoe and then, uh, and then Reno and then take a car. You know, it's a long, it's like an eight, nine, nine hour trip from New York. And, uh, I didn't say a word to my girlfriend, not one more. I couldn't talk. And I had to do shows at night. And then at night I would do the show. And then I could eat at night. I didn't eat. I couldn't eat. So I was, oh, I look so good. That was the one, yes, the one right. thing I miss about in my 20s. It would really affect my appetite yeah. in ways like it was just like I had to bone structure and all right. these things. Were I really had abs. Great. Well, now, I had you know, now it doesn't, one app. I can just stuff my face. No matter yeah. what my mood, no matter I had like, how horrible I feel. Yeah. Half a beer ab, not like a six pack. That's, that's I had where like, you want to be though. Yeah. Just one little indentation. Yeah, like, and I, I'm the only one who saw it. So but you anyway, knew, gave you that confidence. Right. You and I was it. like, wow. Um, okay. So you grew up in Cleveland, five kids, both wow, parents yeah. worked, mm-hmm. loved your grandfather who was yes. from Canada, yes. made you love Canada like you thought Canada was Oz. Totally. Yeah. yeah he, that's what he, 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 like he would, you know, you know, you taught like American exceptionalism from right. whatever age he would be like, no, Canada's the best country right. ever. So I grew up always thinking being like, that's the promise. And that's me. why you, pl- and you played hockey. Yeah. I literally started playing cause I was like, I want this man to love me. Right. Now. <laughs> Ergo, cut to, hi, my name's Dave. I'm going to do some stand-up for you, and I want you to love me. Exactly. It's all the same thing. So what number are you of the kids? Four. Ugh, that's a shitty one. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like one is great, two's like, oh, yeah, three, forget it. Because three, what are the first two? Like, what do they do? No, what are they? uh, Gender. Uh, Sorry, listeners. Females. Right. So, all right. So we have female one. Yeah. Then we have female two disappointment because we wanted a boy. What's the third? Boy. Third. He's probably like thinks he's the fucking greatest thing that ever walked the face of the earth for like six months. Kind of is. All right. So then he get and then you. It's like uh, we already had a boy. You suck. To this day. Right. And then fifth is an accident. No, Uh, no, we're Catholic, Catholic. So like. It was, I think it's like five kids in six and a half years. What? Yeah. It's just constant. Your poor mother. Yeah. Just, and then that's like, I'm sure there were miscarriages. I know there were. Right. If you really want to go down the Catholic court, my grandmother married to the Canadian. Right. 
six kids mm-hmm. gave birth to 12. Six kids died af- like shortly after birth. And then she had six kids that lived. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to stop for a minute to digest this. (laughs) Yeah. She gave birth. What year was this? What what years? Would have been like in the 20s 20s. and 30s. Okay. So your grandmother gave birth to 12 babies. Yeah. Six survived. Now, where were they? Were they in Canada? No, in Cleveland. Okay. My grandfather moved to Cleveland. How old was he? Uh, probably in his 20s. And ha- and what's his name? Clarence. Clarence. Nice. Yeah. My middle name. Oh. Okay. So David <laughs> Clarence. Um, so Clarence moves. How long did the, the longest one who passed last? Okay. I, I know I'm that sounds sure, horrible. But probably like a matter of days. So, and what was the, was it birthing or was it? Bad genetics. She or? had something called Rh negative. Yes, blood, yes. And they didn't know how to deal with. Right, that. right, right. Yes, I've heard. Yes, that has happened. Yes, I know what that is. So six kids, and so but being Catholic, they were like, just uh, stay the course. Right. So and they all had names and were buried and yeah, buried. I think baptized probably. Ugh, uh, that's awful. And. And like my grandfather would go and bury these kids while my grandmother was, was like in, the still in the hospital and it just happened six times. And then my mother was born. Oh my God. And she was fine. How do you think that has, you know, Lador Vador, which is from generation to generation in Hebrew, because I'm a Jew. <laughs> uh, how do you think that has affected? Cause you know, I believe I haven't even gotten to the shit I want to talk about, but I believe that those kinds of tragedies, I mean, and this is why I believe Jewish mothers are so fucking, you know, the first helicopter parents, you know, because they have been kicked out of every country, their homes that, you know, my mother had a very, you know, her brother was killed um, in a freak accident at when he was 15. Okay. And she was 17. Okay. That, uh, the my father was one minute late. She was like, "Where is it?" You know, I we were five minutes late. I where are you? I was up. You know, and oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, how do you think the loss of six kids seeped down to your to your generation, your five, your four brothers and sisters? Well, probably a lot of mental issues because I know, like, well, my grandfather. I don't. I don't think this is. Uh, Clarence. Clarence. He 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 liked to drink quite a bit. What? If you can imagine. Is he um, Irish? Yes. What? Wait. Hold on. Can we stop? Everyone, stop. Yeah. That Shocking. is breaking news. Oh my God! Do you have smelling salts? All right. So he. <laughs> so he he went the traditional right. route, and then my grandmother, I think, blamed herself, as I understand, right? For of course. Each and every death, right. Well, that's great. Sounds healthy. Yeah. So it's uh, and I, I feel like this stuff is still going strong. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is 
a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. So your mother's the first surviving child. Yes. Um, then she has five kids. And did, you, and did right. your grandfather live with you or? No. No, no. They okay. But he was. Town over. Right. So, but you were very close with him. Yeah. I would see him all the time. Okay. So um, your mother worked full time. What did she do? She ran a temp agency. She was, Wow. That's pretty cool. It was super like. You know, because when she started, she started when she was like twenty three. Her, right. her best friend, and this was what was her best friend's name? Anne. Anne what? Anne McCabe. I'm not Jewish. Go ahead. And uh, not Jewish. And um, we gotta understand. Like I grew up in such a Catholic. I didn't know anyone who wasn't Catholic. Right. Like pretty much. I was some. I was in a hockey league, and I would meet kids that weren't right. Catholic. So I knew them. Right. But I. I went to Catholic kindergarten, grade school, right. high school. I had oh, to that's, go to, that's going to fuck you up even more. Totally. But then, but I grew up on the east side of Cleveland. And so I was like, what? Well, I'm in this. I only know Catholic stuff. So then I was like, I want to know, like, I, what's all this Jewish stuff? So then I caught up later in life. Good, good I, job. Because yeah. if you're going to be in show business, you need to get with the program. I went to... Um, Yom Kippur breakfast um, at Joan Rivers' house. Oh, isn't that the best? Yeah. She was the fucking greatest person ever. She was amazing. And she, um, 
Because I'm friends with her niece, Caroline Wexler. I am too. Oh, you know, I fucking love her so much. She's the greatest. I want to have her on the podcast. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, first of all, I think she's really good looking. Like, yeah. I oh, think she's, she's a beautiful, beautiful girl. Absolutely. And I think that she's so smart and so warm. She's one of the she warmest is. people. Well, she's wonderful. And classiest she, and smart. She, I met her, um... We were both writing at VH1. Right. And I was going, I, I kind of go through these phases where I'm like, I get obsessed with different uh, religions and cultures right. and things. I do the so same thing. I was on, I was big on my Judaism. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was like, Jews have like a whole uh, a culture, like Catholics. I feel like you just get, right. you get, get some cool architecture. You get right. free donuts sometimes, but right. the rest is negative it's a little gay too <laughs> yeah i mean it's a little gay the outfits like it's very it's campy yeah oh very yeah. and uh but i was like oh there's all this cool stuff so she was so i sat next to her at vh1 and i would be asking her all these questions i'm like what's this what's that you know and then i would ask her about her aunt uh Joan. just to annoy her right because i knew it drove her crazy right. but i also was a huge fan right so it it was Twofold. So one day she says, you know, this pro I'm probably making a huge mistake, but um, my aunt said I could bring someone to, to. breakfast. And since you're obsessed with Jewish stuff and you're obsessed with my aunt, I figure you're the perfect person right. to bring. So she brought me. And uh, so I go and I'm like, I don't know anything about. Right. I have no idea what this is. Right. So. I first I I try and I'm so happy this did not work out because it was short notice. But I tried to have a cake made that said Happy Yom Kippur. Okay, that is so goyisha. Okay, <laughs> but it was like day of. So I okay, it's also the most miserable holiday. Ever. I know. I didn't know. <laughs> so I thought. I'm but I thought up. in your obsessiveness, you would you would look it up. It didn't get that far. I figured I would learn about it on the night. You know what's amazing? I do the same thing. If I if I am curious about something, I have to know everything about it. Every that's why I love podcasting. Like I have to know everything about the person. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I love that. I love that. Okay, so your number four. Your mother works. What did your father do? Um. Oh, number. Wait, I'm number four. Oh, my dad. He was a lawyer. Okay. So what kind? Like corporate, like defending uh, corporate. Uh, was he a Republican? He's, 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 is he alive? He, he's alive. Lucky. He's, or I know this is a, he's a Republican, uh, but not a Trump okay, Republican. Good. He's like a, you know, 70s, 80s dad Republican. Like Reagan. Right. Right. Um, which... Which I'm not crazy about. But, oh, no, no. But it's not. When you, when you, you know, they are like Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. He's not, it, he's not like a big Reagan guy. Right. I'm just saying they all, were, you know, Reagan would be like a fucking progressive at this point, mm -hmm. you know, for them. And also what he did during the AIDS crisis is unforgivable. Okay. So you go to Catholic school. Are you popular? This is a very important question. I think probably... I, I wouldn't say I was popular. I I guess I, I knew everyone and I was well liked, but I was not. It wasn't like, oh, Dave's coming down the hallway. No, I guess. Dave. I never. 
I, everyone liked me, but I right. was like kind of like. Were you like a wallflower? Like you just blended yeah, in? I was kind of shy and I had like a couple right. good friends, but like I wasn't like. Uh, but I knew everyone. Like I get along with everybody. Was was there any of the? What are the names of the kids? Go. My kids. No. Or the my kids. F- siblings. Yes. Or yes. The, oh, my, your siblings. Oh, Bob, Katie, Libby, Miriam. I love Miriam. That's a Jewish name. Yeah, that's why. Because yeah, they were like Mary, Hebrew for Mary. Okay, Bob. Because you know, if you go really Catholic, then you have to. You kind of veer into to the Jew, yeah, yeah. If you're a good, I think you know, there are some Catholics who don't realize that. Oh no, we were like, oh, that's good, fully hardcore. Okay, so you went to church every Sunday. Yeah, did were you an altar boy? Yes. Did anyone touch your penis or balls? No, I know. Wow, none, none of that ever happened. Really? Like not, you know. No one even was like Dave. You know, if you ever uh, are feeling sad, why don't you come here and uh, you can always talk to no, me. No, it never happened. I have this robe I, look on me. I don't think I had like uh, the qualities that. I wasn't, yeah, yeah, you weren't like a cute little. I, like I didn't seem like. I feel like I wasn't cute enough, and I didn't seem wasn't like vulnerable. Right, enough. right. What about Bob? He was molested every day. No. Ah! Uh, no, no. I don't know. I don't think so at all. And what about Miriam, Katie, and Liv? Is her name Liv? I love that. Libby. Name. Libby. Elizabeth. Yeah. Were they molested? Yeah. No. No. Hi. Hi, Libby. I, I think. It's okay. Sister Mary Catherine. I I want to talk to you about your English test and your dresses. Was... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I don't Sorry. think that's as popular. Now, I like you don't hear they they do it with each other. Like there's all these books about lesbian nuns. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're have, like Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's a so, whole other podcast. Yes, we could go on and on and on. Okay, so any one of your siblings like really popular so it was like your so and so's brother? Well, I was arguably that in a way. Oh. But my little sister was like a traditionally popular Miriam? No, Katie. Oh. She, like in high school, she was like- a, Was she a cheerleader and everything? She probably was. Ugh. But she was like a, you know, a young pretty girl that right. hung out with other young pretty girls. Whatever. And, I hated them. And okay. I, but I was, I think like- um, Were you more, cool? I was cool, but- Because I mean, just, you you had like this- I'm Dave Hill. I talk <laughs> when I feel like talking. Yeah. I had a mystique about me. I don't need me. you. And I'm really talented. Okay, so there did was, you? Well, it was like kind, of, you know, because I, I was good in school, so I knew. Right. Uh, I was in the AP classes. Uh huh. So, so I knew was the I. Sort of nerd. I knew right. the sort of Nerds. nerdy kids, friends with them. I played hockey and was good at that. So, so that you got the sports friends. Trying to jock right. them, but I wasn't a jock at all. But you were in every group a little bit. Yeah, and I, That's I good. played guitar. So right. Then you, so the stoners respect. Yeah. Because you, you can rip. Did solos. you did you smoke pot in high no, school? No, I smoked pot for the first time in December, in my life. Are you fucking kidding no me? No one believes this. I believe it. Yeah. Did you drink before that? Have you ever drank? Const- yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you got that from Clarence. Yeah. Um, Big fan. So you just, and how'd you like it, the pot? It confirmed everything, 
the reasons I that didn't. That you didn't. Because I, what happened is I was inviting my girlfriend's friends getting married in Jamaica, and I'm not. I hate destination weddings. Well, yeah, but I'm not a fun in the sun guy. I don't know right. if you know this about me. Wow, you look so tan. I know, you would think. Yeah. But so I was being like a real like, uh, but then I was like, fuck that. I'm being so lame. Like, why don't I go hard in the other direction? Right, so right, like, right. I'm going to fucking go to this wedding in Jamaica. I'm going to every activity. I got some, I don't own shorts. I got like board shorts. Right, right. On the beach, drinking right. red stripe. Right. And I was like, I'm going to smoke a ton of pot. And so, and I never, See, you can't start smoking a ton. Yeah, I went all in. No, I, you got to just take a hit, let it ride. Yeah, I did not do that. Uh-huh. I smoked a whole joint by myself. No! And then I, I don't smoked even do that. two whole bowls by myself. Okay, no, that's mental. That's mental. Yeah, and then I was just sitting there. And, and, it, and your body's like, probably like, what the fuck? You got to ease into this. Yeah, well, because well, I just had the one day I felt like. Because the next day was a wedding and I was like. Oh, and what was dude. your girlfriend doing? She was going, going to get her hair done. And did you tell her before I'm going to be she smoking saw, five bowls of pot? She saw it happen and then she left. And then. Uh, Sounds like a plan. Well, because we were together for the joint and then she's like, I got to get my hair done. So I went back with her. So she smokes. No. She has, but right. she was like, go ahead and do it. I can tell you I'm not into it. Right. She says it's not, she, you know, like she has a drink or two. That's it. Right. Good. And uh, what, what's her nationality? She's like Slovak. Wow. Eastern European. European. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, but I smoked it and then I was like, oh, I kind of feel like detached. Right. Because you smoked too much, David. But it was like Clarence. all the things that I thought, because everything I'd ever heard about it, I was like, oh, I kind of feel that way already. Okay, whatever. Anyway. And so you're, so you're for, done. All for it. I'm all for it. I'm, okay. I want it to be legal. Yes. Everywhere. I, um, I, but, I, but it's not my thing. Right. See, that was my thing in high school when I, um, you know, I, I'm so anxious. I'm so a D like beyond ADD, you know, which I didn't know. All I know is my mother was like, Judith, you're so hyper. You're so hyper. <laughs> and the only thing that I could sit and do for hours was practice the piano or my clarinet. That was it. Like that was the only thing, like I couldn't read a book, but I could sit there and learn my, you know, everything. Um, I played clarinet in the Shakespeare in the park too. That's amazing. Um, so, and that was the only thing. And still to this day, when I listen to me, I was a, I majored in music. So that's the other thing we have in common. But to this day, like when I, I will listen to orchestral pieces and I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to the second violin for this entire, you know, like that's yeah. my, I fucking, I, and I can't, and I can laser focus. I can laser focus on one, you know, one instrument or and it makes me so happy. Like I, yeah. it's like a my brain is so fucking weird. So anyway, no, um, did you teach thing. yourself guitar, or did you no, take lessons? I took lessons. I took piano first, and yes. then I took. Guitar. Who was your first piano teacher? Uh, Colleen O'Connor. Was her name? What she the lived. fuck with the Irish? Yeah, it was. Super... Was she good? Was she a mom? No, she was like uh, a. Daughter. I just did that there was purpose. two people on my block that took rivaling factions that gave piano lessons. Wow. And um and they lived next door to each other. Wow. So 
you would have to walk. They they, they would know you were going to the other house. That's a less. great show. Don't you yeah, think that would be a stressful. great show? I would literally cut through the backyard of the one piano teacher to get to the other one. It was brazen. We got to do a show about that. <laughs> and I'll be one of the piano teachers. Yeah, it was the one had been she was like the <gasps> piano teacher in right. town. Forever. And then the other one came. The in. other one who was like a two generer, two generations younger. Right. Like she started teaching at like eighteen or wow. something. Wow. So it was Fuck like that a shit. bold move to even get in the game. Right. So were, did you have a band in high school or like I tried, but orchestra I was band too controlling. Yeah, uh, that was my safe place. Even though I hate safe places. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Okay. Do you go to college? Yeah. Where do you go? I went I to Fordham. And couldn't fucking find that online anywhere. It's. I'm not. I don't think I'm like a grad, an esteemed graduate. Right. So you went to Fordham. Yeah. And you studied what? American studies. Oh, that's good. We yeah. need that. Yeah, yeah, so and that. something the president has never studied. No, I don't um, know what has he studied. His small penis, yes, tits, fake tits, <laughs> porn. I hate him. Um, Me too. And one more thing we have in common. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. Okay, so you then become a journalist. Is that correct? You start writing. Your sort of. Well, I played in bands. Right. I had a band in college. What was the name? 
horrible band name slash great as Sons of Elvis, we were called. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I know so that, yes. we got like my dream was to be an arena rock rock star. Right. And so we got a, a record deal after college and we're on MTV and all the all the things I wanted when I was like 15. You got were happening on some right. level. Were you happy at this point? No, well, this was not. when I was going through horrible anxiety, clinical depression. depression. Like I, the thing you were talking about flying to Lake Tahoe and not speaking. I would was touring the country with my dream come true. Right. With my band and not speaking all day. And then we would play the show and it was the one time I felt okay. Right. Which is the same with comedy Same with now. me. Same with Because yeah. you go like, oh, oh, it's the one time I get a break from right. all this stuff. It's also like, I sleep better when I do a set. Yeah. You know? Because all of that shit from the day, I have no release, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless I, you know, listen, to pr- play the piano or do something, you know, creative. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're in the clinical depression, and did anyone else, any of your siblings, suffer from? Yes. Well, crippling? I didn't know because it was like this, you know. Yeah, it's taboo. Catholic. Yeah. Like, so it was only when I started having problems that then my older sisters were like, "Welcome to the club." Oh wow! You know, and I was like, "What?" Right. And then they started telling me like, "Oh yeah, we're, we've been seeing therapists and." Taking medication for years. Wow! And I was just like, "What?" It was just a that's total. So because it was that's so. Yeah. It was like my mother would be like, even when it after having had experience with it, she was like, "Can you? Have you tried just saying the rosary?" Oh my! God. And like there was, I don't think I've talked about it. I've said many things I've right. not said to anyone, Judy. Thank you. But there was like a healing nun on the west side of Cleveland. This is when I was like, you could talk me into anything because I felt so, like I was so, did you ever go through this where like- You're so desperate. You're so desperate. To feel better. bathe and then you can be talked into outfits you would never wear. Right, right, right. Like you're like, oh, I'm wearing like a button down with a nice sweater on top. Like gave up any rock. Right, or any control or any identity. Right, yeah. Because I was just like, even like strong smells, I'd be like, ah, it's too much. Right. Like <laughs> I was so depressed and there was this, my, my mom was like, there's this nun on the West side of Cleveland, a Catholic nun from Ireland who like, she lays her hands on you and she's like kind of known for, right. you know, healing people. And I was like, I'm, I'm in. in, let's yeah. go. And I went to her a couple of times. And uh, two days or three days. Or- I wish she would do like weekly things, but it was like, how long full- did it last? The healing or yeah. the, you would go and it was like a mass, right? And then at some point it was like, they would bring people up and like, yeah. you would, she would pray and talk. Right. It was like on TV, but right, like right. a less, it was kind of like calm version. Right, like right, no right. one was like speaking in tongues. Like it wasn't like, I'm going to no, that was yeah. like Ohio too. Right. So did but, it, did it, did the healing work? I think like for the, maybe the drive home. Right. So that know. was a drive home. The other we one, was, the therapist was two days and the drive home. Drive home. Yeah. yeah like it would be enough that we home. could like we'd stop and get dinner and I might right. eat you something. Could eat. And but then you like, go back into your fucking black hole vortex. Right. Okay. Um. So awful. It's so awful. Yeah. You know, that you can't, you know, I have to say when, and people don't understand this about mental illness. Like, like. I now know 
why people commit suicide. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, I, I felt like I, I, I think I was, I felt like, Oh, I have to, for me anyway, like when I get to a certain point right. and I re- I don't really get to that point very often right. anymore, but, but it's, you get so low where I'm like, Oh, I am going to kill myself if I don't. Blank. And that's when yeah. I actually kind of get a little energy to like, right, fight right, it. right. But it's that like sort of step above where you're just like, Ugh. right, right, right. And then you can't do anything. I hate that shit. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're traveling in the band, you're depressed. And this is pre cell phone. So, right. call, you know, cause it's like in the nineties. Oh, please. I'm I talk calling, about that all the time. Calling my therapist, like, and it costs $700. And like I, I would like go and I would run around the hotel and puke from anxiety, right? Because I would like I was sewing like once a day I would puke just right. out of thinking. See, I need that. I need that just for like a month, just to get you know maybe fifteen <laughs> pounds. Yeah, it was super yeah. slimming for a while. Yeah, and then it stopped. And your working breath in that way. But oh, your, puke the, breath. Yeah, so yeah, so it was hot. puke, and then. And did the other people in the band know this was going on? I think they sensed that I was right. not well. And you're the lead guitarist and lead singer. No, I was oh, okay. the bass player in this band. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so they were like, oh, the bass player's weird. All right, at yeah. least you didn't have to be the front guy like, hey, everyone, yeah. No, 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 no. All right, that's good. That's a good depression just kind instrument. kind of keep my head down. Yeah. So. It is a good depression Yeah, isn't it? Instrument. Yeah. Because yeah. drum's not a good depression instrument. No. Bass is perfect. you just in your own fucking little world. Yeah. Um, so. The band disbands. Yes. And then. Then I was like, I was painting houses and. Uh, like the outside or the inside? The inside. And then oh, I. Oh, can this you paint is, my apartment? Okay. Well, you don't want that. All right. Uh, but I, cause I was just, I would destroy places. And right. then this was in the faux finish boom. Of right. The yes. 90s. Yes. So like. That so I quickly I was like you know painting people's bathrooms right. to have, have, look like an aquarium and all that, and then then I started I was like well, I writing get out of I got to write well I was like started doing graphics right like I was like I don't want to be covered in paint so I was like maybe I can be a graphic artist, and then from that I started writing right now, do you think wallpaper will ever come back? If I have any say in the matter, yes. I mean I can't take it. I can't you're like your anti wallpaper. No, I can't take the fucking it. Like I have kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like the fucking walls are disgusting. Yeah. Um, It's just wallpaper was so easy. Yeah. I love wallpaper, but I figure like, do you own your place? No, okay. I own my place in, in the Cape. I have a place at the Cape. Oh, there yeah. you go. Wallpaper city. I would. I know, I but dis- no one, bu- no one does wallpaper. I would. If you want. I'll, like, can we, how do we get wallpaper to come back? Just get, start. I'm obsessed. I there, I worked in a wallpaper so store. Really? Uh, when was it? Sipperstein's. I worked in the wallpaper department. Wait, my, between my freshman and sophomore year in college, I was a toll collector on that's, the New Jersey Turnpike. A high suicide rate. Oh, please. And cancer. You're breathing in all the shit. But I did yeah. get a lot of joints from people who were going to the Garden State Art Center. Oh, wow. Um, and then and then I worked. At, yeah, I worked and I would help people pick out wallpaper and, you know, the yeah. books of wallpaper. And- I love it. Well, there, yeah, there's a lot of cool. Wall- I yeah. would. Oh, if I had if I owned a place, 
I'd uh, go nuts with wallpaper. I know. Um, a, okay. A nice wallpapered bedroom. Isn't that amazing? And you, like, get it and you can wipe it off with a sponge. Yeah. It's Fucking incredible. Shit. And then you get like, oh, then you're starting to pull in what's the duvet going to look right. like. Window, don't even get me started. I know. Window treatments. It's amazing. So you um, start writing. You you were writing. You wrote for the New York Times. I've written was, a what few was your fir- for the New York Times. But I have. I, I have too. But Dang. I mean, but I, no, but, but I'm not saying that like I'm saying like I, I, I've not like written a lot. For, right. I think I wrote like four things. I think I only and they wrote weren't one or groundbreaking two. Right. things. They were enough that I could say. Yeah, that, that I, wrote. I wrote for the New York Times. Yeah, I wrote when Sherbert Schwartz died. The who's who started. You know, he created Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch and everything. Oh, man. Um, and I think I wrote something. I, I, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not about me. Me. So you, <laughs> um, you start writing, and are you selling these articles, or do you become a j- full time journalist? No, no, I was just like freelancing. I, I was right. My sister Miriam worked. At, She's my favorite, by the way. She, she, I think she would be if you met her. Really? I mean, they're all. What great. does she you do? Can't lose. She was a journalist for years, and she now lives in Australia. Oh, and- she had to get the fuck out of here. Well, she's coming back, and I'm like, don't I come back. I told her, but I think the thing is, what as I've learned from her, like being an American anywhere in the world, like I find when when I leave the country, like I feel like this weight, right? I get a little break, and but then you then you realize like, oh, all the people I love are back in right. this fucking hell right now. So she's kind of felt like that, and they they want to come back because okay. they're just like we. We want to be in America and fight the good fight yeah. on our soil. So you become a journalist. Uh, yeah. And I, I just wrote like, you know, a new wing restaurant is open. Right, right. Or I went to a Civil War reenactment or whatever. Oh, those are mental. My ex's yeah. brothers does them. And there's like, and they like. Historically accurate underwear. Like it's, it's beyond dot com. Like with the rifles and the, and they sleep out there. Like yeah, it's. they're in. Uh, yeah. Like, why would you reenact a war? Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why Republicans. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, for, it's Just Kill Me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. No. no, no Judy no. Gold's Just it's Kill Me. Just, just Kill Me Now. <laughs>